Hello, and today I will be discussing Arguers as Lovers by Wayne Bruckride. I'm sure I said that last name wrong. Not really sure. But in this article, it was, I would say, severely different from the rest that I've read. Um, it being in 1972, partial rolling down. I mean, some of the pieces that we read are older, but okay. And Brockade's piece, he talks about, he relates arguing a lot and relates it to rape, essentially. And the seducer and the one that's getting seduced, where, which kind of goes against one of the constraints of argument where there can't be violence right of any sort and then it's he's comparing it to that which it's supposed to be completely different i mean i do get how like you know arguments can be seen as a fight but to characterize it by the word rape uh for analogy is just uh i don't know i thought it was weird but like at the same time i do understand essentially like where he's coming from but do i think that this uh would be published today or something that is an accurate analogy to be presented no do i think it's 100 percent right no i don't but at the same time i do when, it, when we're talking about the words of seduction or like seducing where they're trying to take when also an arguer is trying to conquer like you know take over the person they're arguing against and kind of take away all their will and rights to make it seem like like they're not in control of the argument. To win the argument, I, I could see how, like, uh, the point that he's making there. Obviously, like, I mean, he's got 12 pages on it. Um, so he goes on to say, Seducers are especially plentiful in politics and advertising, although not all politicians and not all, it's, all advertisers are seducers. So, like, saying, like, you know, some, a lot of the times, not all the time, but some of the times, it's, it's, a, it's a seduction act to try to make you feel, like, fall into whatever those people are saying. So, and then he go, goes on to say, the attitude of, of the would-be seducer is indifferent to the, the humanness of the other person. Seducer tries to eliminate... His co-arguers are most distinctively, distinctively human power. So it, the right to choose with an understanding of consequences and implications of available options. Okay, when Rockhead says this, it's basically saying, okay, the seducer, the controller of the argument is going to break down what they're saying. And they're going to tell you it to make it feel as if everything you believe, right, break it down where is wrong. I'm right. And everything you feel and think, I'm going to strip that from you. And I'm going to feel it with what I say. You can completely take over. You know? And, I mean, but it's not necessarily that, like, the person getting seduced maybe 100% agrees with it, but it's almost as if they, they can't. You break them down so badly that they don't even see... They can't even see their own way anymore. And it's a rough way to look at it. Um, 
another stance that he goes about, about it is uh, love, which I thought was an interesting take. He goes on to say, uh, lovers differ radically from rapists and seducers in their attitudes toward co-arguers. Where the rapists and seducers on a lateral relationship toward the victim, the lover sees a bilateral relationship with the with the lover. And so when when he's talking about this is like it's very different compared to like when you have a argue co-arguers who one is trying to rape the other one essentially and just completely take control, right? And now this isn't in this, but there's a quote um from the movie uh, Ender's Game, one of my favorite movies, where he's like, to truly understand your enemy, or to truly defeat them, you have to love them. Um, oh, I, I might have missed that up. But, um, hold on, I'm about to look that up while we talk. Like, it's like, I want some real podcast or something. Ender's Game. Okay. In the moment when I truly understand my enemy, understand him well enough to defeat him, then in that very moment also love him. So I mean, he don't necessarily go on to say this in the piece, but when I look at when I look at it as like having a lover's argument, when you fully understand your co-arguer's argument, right, to a point where you can understand and sympathize or see where they're coming from, to where you could come from that same. That moment, essentially, and like you, you get why they're arguing that, like you love why they're doing that right there. In that moment, when you have a complete understanding, right, you can then use that against them to completely understand and to love where their standpoint is. That's when you truly know them. And then, when you know that, you have a complete understanding. When you can look through their eyes, you can take control of the argument. 